Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Riggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm better than Diddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and also, take four. Uh, thanks for checking us out this week on the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listeners lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D, and online at HP53Productions.com for our mer her 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 Also online, you can check out additional podcasts such as the Father of Good Podcast and our own S. McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. I know you guys record this week, but we got to get to the most important thing that everybody's looking at today, and that's this Andre 3000 Flute album. So, as how do you feel that on November 17, 2023, listen to a flute album early in the morning? So I've got I got through one and a half tracks. Mm-hmm. Because they're like 15 minutes long. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's peaceful. Sure, sure, sure. It's peaceful. Um it's not bad. The mm-hmm. the the first like I said, I've gotten through a one and a half. I listen to the first two tracks here, and so, so you've been there by half an hour. Uh huh. It's it's not bad if you're yeah, into yeah, yeah. you know I'm I'm in the jazz. You know I grew up on jazz, so it's, is, uh, is he calling this jazz though? Is he? He's just it's just a flute album. I haven't heard it. You're the first person I've heard call it jazz. I, like I've heard I, it referred to as the flute album. It's like man. I mean, you ever see uh, uh, Anchorman? Yeah. Ron Burgundy was playing jazz flute. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not saying it's not similar. a thing. Yeah, yeah just, it's similar. This it's is. Similar. I mean, you know, shout out, shout out to three thousand because it's like he ain't made a rap album never by himself, and people have been waiting for years, and he hit us with these flutes. I mean, you know, I'm sure it's great music, but it's like, hey man, we we here to make you rap. Like, would you go see uh, LeBron James uh, play P knuckle? You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey man, even if you're okay at it, and I like it. Kind of like you, kind of like you playing basketball, man. But I mean, I'm not hating. I'm gonna listen to the three thousand. He got my download. I'm gonna listen to uh, all eight tracks that are twelve to fifteen minutes long. I'm spending a nice two hours listening to some flute music, man. But just some real quick background. We're reading this from the Guardian. Andre three thousand is his first album since twenty in seventeen years. The last one was Idlewild from the soundtrack of the movie of the same name and so you know he sold over 20 million records won six grammys and people have been talking about shout out to, to my niece jay she was telling me she's like on tiktok it's just random videos of him around japan and california and all kind of places just playing a flute and playing flutes here so on and so forth and they were they were showing a video on instagram today uh one of the guys can't remember his name but uh he is on one of the 85 south guys and he was like, called it years ago, like, I bet you Andre 3000 going to make an album. You've seen him with all these flutes uh, walking around, big old flutes on his back, what have you. And here we are with an album today from Andre 3000. He that's got us in the flute music, which is That's wild. what he's been doing the last 17 years. Is learning so how, to, how to play a flute. 
But it's, I mean, I wonder what it is. I'm, I'm sure Big Boy looking at him like uh, he's just looking at just, just looking at punching the air like, bro, we could have been making all kind of money years ago. Just give me something. Give me, give me eight verses, and I, I'll do the rest. You know what I'm saying? Flutes, my G. Uh well, how I many they did what? Six albums together. Yeah. Think that's enough for what I they. But and, 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 to, and to your point, I mean, I, I see the point kind of making like we they had a nice run but the thing is it's like you're great at this bro like you're really great you like that, mean, but that's but that speech you can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do you can't go forever yeah the beatles I mean, were really to... think about this the beatles who a lot of people say is the greatest one of the greatest bands of all time right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nice uh nice shirt there by the way i just i just noticed that easy smoke g and yeah, yeah. the gang um they were only a thing, let's say, from the time they got to the States till the end. It was only six years, yeah. 1964 to 1970. So, yeah, so, and they probably, they, man, they probably had what 20 hit, 20 number one hits. I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But I'm just saying, you know. It was a short period of time, but they, but but they, but I think though they kept making like Paul McCartney kept making music. They, all of them kept making music separately, right? Yeah, so they, it wasn't like they just they just started started playing bongo, you know, uh, just like hey guys, drum solo, <laughs> thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's like they they weren't the Beatles. They were, they yeah, still, you still they were still you doing still heard music stuff. from them, and and they've you know they've put out some 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 spoon music. By Paul McCartney. <laughs> now, come on, man. No, the Beatles solo stuff was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't I McCartney Wings is I, I haven't I wasn't really a big Wings fan, but uh anyway, but I'm saying Dre and Dre and uh and Big Boy have been put out they put out some stuff in that but, but time. It, but but I also think this speaks to like on one hand. I'm maybe I'm just sad because I I love he's one of my, you know we talked about this within our, within our top five he's one of my top five rappers he is so it's like I would love to see an album from him where he's like you know getting people because right now uh, we talked about this on the pod because you know we talk about everything on the pod that this is the first year in a long time where hip hop albums did not reach number one like they're they no top they're not the top grossing genre in music this is like the first time in a long long i mean like 20 30 years right a lot of crap out there man but but that's the thing because nobody's setting the bar like i feel like drake is doing just what gets he is one number away from you saw that stat right no what what is it he's number he's a one more number hit away from having more number one hits than Michael Jackson, like being the most male artist with number one hits ever. Really? On a way. He put out, he's putting out an album tonight. He got an album that just dropped, I think, tonight or, or this weekend, Scary Hours 3. But you were going to ask a question. Uh, I lost my train of thought now. What was I going to say? Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say, there actually is some decent, some Decent rap out there, decent hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it gets the radio play for whatever yeah. reason. You know, the good stuff that's out there is not is not hitting the airwaves, and so we're not we're not seeing it. You know, but see, but that's why also I'm like, 
again, you, and this because I'm gonna get to a larger point about doing for you versus doing for for what 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 makes you money for the culture. Because I feel like if he'd have put out an album and it would have been like solid to great to great, not even like you know five star five mic shots to the source, right? Just like the most excellent ever, but it was like a high standard. I think it would have forced people who are rapping to be like, you know, and because it would have been number one. This flute thing probably gonna be number one. It ain't gonna be number one. But this, but it's like, hmm? if he came out with a rap album that, I mean, it might, I thought about it, it might be number one. But it, but that get to a standard, then it will, and it's number one. It's like the outside of Drake. That's the first number one all year. You know what I'm saying? That's not Drizzy related. That would have made people at least be like, all right, let me step stuff up because most because hip hop is now becoming like. Um, football offenses to a degree. It's like they, they it's copycat lead. It's like, okay, that's what's working. That's what's selling. So let's do it. Before it used to be, this is me. I'm different. This is how I rap. So let me get out there because money wasn't the thing. Money wasn't the main goal. It was getting out there. It was hearing your album. It was making sure your music was heard. Now it's money. You know, cats trying to get these number one records. And they, I mean, and, and more power too. And they have more access to being independent, more access to putting out the music, they control their dollars with this touring more. So it's just a matter of, let me just put something out there so I can go tour again. I think if 3000 would have put out a real rap album, it, it might've forced people to rap a little bit more. Cause again, Nas, right? All his joints he put out with Hit Boy, all of them fire, all of them. He does not miss and he 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? Don't miss, straight up. So to your point about there being good music, but I feel like somebody, Three thousand, and, may, and maybe it's just hey, our, our time and what we want to hear is gone because he did three thousand. Said he's like, listen, I'm too old to be cool. I'm you know, you rap is about being cool. Like once you once you out of the cool game, it's no point of rapping. It's like, what am I gonna rap about? You know, what I'm saying arthritis, bad knees. You know, what I'm saying hip, strengthening my hip flexors. I mean, you know, who knows, man? But what's mm. New Blue Sun? We never said the name of the album. New Blue Sun, Andre three thousand. Yeah. But you know what's interesting is it's like we were talking about the Beatles and doing it forever. Like a guy like who, you know, because the two schools of thought, you can either, you do something very well. I mean, you know, not, this is not a shot, LeBron, but just hear me out. It's like you do something well and you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it because you can, because you're good at it, because you can win at it, because you make money versus being like, you know what? I'm not doing it just because I can. I'm out, right? Or, or trying to make, just keep squeezing money, just keep squeezing it and get more money out of it. Because 3000 was like, I'm out. I'm just... 17 years ago, because even if he put out an album 10 years ago, put out last year, whatever rap he did, he would have been number one. You know what I'm saying? Would have got all the streams, but he just is literally like, I don't care. And I'm sure big boys like, we could just put this out. Let's just put an album out to go on tour. We do one, the one new song you got and do all the outcast songs. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have, they could have done something like that, but he was like, no, no, I don't care if, I know I can get money. I know I can get the people to buy the record. I know I can get people to buy the tickets. I want to blow this flute, you know? So on that part, it is admirable. I think it's something it's something to say about his own self-awareness and being brave to say, this is what I want to do. And this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't, I can't, can't knock that, man. But uh guess I'm listening to some flute music uh for, for the next couple of days until they drop his scary hours. Patrick. Hmm. Anything else is? <laughs> no, I think you uh, you got that one. It's not bad though. It's not bad. So, take a listen. Um, take a listen. No, no, it's it, it's it's not it's not bad at all. Straight up, it's like you really just gotta. It's gonna take you in. Like I can't believe I'm listening to flute music. And then once you get over that, it's not a bad listen. Not at all, man. 
crazy. I mean, new blue song. These 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 song titles are wild. I ain't gonna say all of them because my mama sometimes. I'll say the pod, but just when you go to your Apple Music or your Spotify, you will see it. Good stuff, good stuff. But shout out to Andre Three Thousand. Best of luck to him. So, as we're gonna stay on Mashable today, um, because I saw a couple good articles on it. I think I want to share with the, with the audience here. Now, so you know, I don't know how you feel about your social media intake, as I mean, you know, you're you're, you're better than most of us um, because uh, you don't you're not even on social media that much. But a lot of times you can start, I know I do. I feel like, man, I'm I'm on IG too much. It's like I'll I'll uh I'll scroll just to pass the time, right? Or I'll search something just to pass the time. And like even not even just about your habits, but how, how does it make you feel like when you go on Facebook? Are people like some I saw I went to an event last night, man, and the guy came over to me, he's like, Griggs, man, I you are my best follower on social media. He's like, it's everything you post is positive. It's like it's your kids, it's your pod, you know, it's your parents' birthday. It's like you're not posting, you know, negative takes. It's just everything's positive. He's like, because most of the time people are just kind of posting stuff to get reaction. That's the name of the game. And I mean, I've never been a big person on Twitter slash X, right? But it's always been like, like people hate it, but they own it all the time. You know what I'm saying? They, they constantly tweeting. makes it feel a certain way. So Mashable had an article just about like, you know, should should we consider a digital detox, right? Just just taking a break from social media and your technology, right? Just like, you know, we talked about this yesterday, um, how like when you are on your, people on the phone so much, all of we, people having the same oh, big hump in their back, you know, like every look at my kids, like their posture's horrible, but they're constantly in a tablet, in a, you know, and on, the, on computers, right? I have to tell them to sit up all the time because it's like they got they getting this weird well more chase getting this weird roll in his back but it's like you got bad bad tech habits right and uh, Maxwell gave us four tips to think about how to start this digital detox number one is identify what's driving your stress or unhappiness like you know you got to figure out what's making you sad like what are you running from you know for 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 me with sometimes on IG it's like maybe I'm just I got too much to do. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot to do and manage and take care of. And so this mindless scrolling feels good to me for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, I ain't gotta be responsible for nothing. I can just scroll through, scroll through and then be done with it. But that's not good. If I'm just like, I could have been reading or praying or calling somebody, uh, you know what I'm saying? Going to the gym, taking a nap, which I really could need to do. Right. But I think we have to, um, Figure out some people like to deactivate their Facebook or deactivate their social media. And of course, they like to give us a heads up. Hey guys, I'm leaving social media. Don't don't mind me. Uh, miss me, please. And then they they look for the likes. If they get enough likes, they go, okay, I decided to stay. You guys love me so much. I mean, okay. Pet peeve. I hate when people like put vague statements on social media and be like, oh no, this is horrible. And then period and post it. And then it's like. No context. Uh, that's should we buy a check on you? And then, and then people always got a comment. What's wrong, baby? You okay? F them haters. You have no idea what they're about. They could be wrong. <laughs> they could be. You know, they could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But here we are. What's wrong? What's wrong? And they in the back going, yes, yes, more likes. All right, that's just my that's some pet peeve. I see it. I see it more. Okay, yeah, so pet peeve. You know what else I hate? You know what else I hate? 
when it's like people, I, it's like somebody put a post up and they're like, oh, my wonderful cousin. Oh, look at my wonderful niece. Okay, y'all in the same family. Got it. We don't need to lay that out. I just, it, and this positivity don't lay to you. You might be a sucker. So what you think needs? All right, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Start with realistic expectations. Back to digital detox. I got a little excited at that part. Is uh, start so like you have to. So again, if you're going to just completely detox social media, you have to do something that's realistic that you you can keep up. And my mom says that don't start what you can't keep up. That's that's a life lesson, right? And it's a matter of all right. You if you got to use like we use Instagram to promote the show. We don't do a good job of it, but we use it. But uh, you know, it's it's like. So for me to, to just completely destroy Instagram, it's stupid, right? But like, if, if I can change my algorithm, because I don't want y'all to judge me. <laughs> but it's like, you know, change, change the algorithm or just like set a time limit. Because the real, I don't know about you, of course you don't do this. The real trick is, it's not even what's on Instagram. It's the, it's the Instagram reels you share with people, right? It's right. like everybody right. got like three or four folks that they share stuff with back and forth and back and forth. That's what keep you on the gram long. You know, some people I ain't talked to in weeks, but but we got chats all the time from uh with Instagram reels. You know what I'm saying? It's just I've never just done how that. It goes. Oh man. Well, I send you stuff all the time. You just never respond. It'd be hilarious. I've I have sent to you in text. I realized I've sent you a text with the link, but it's fine. You send me stuff I, on Instagram? All the time. See, see what I'm saying? All the time. Uh, It'd be uh, hilarious stuff. Uh, I was like, yeah, as I looked at it. I don't know. Uh, Jeez. See, I'm glad I'm not offended easily. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've never seen it. I'm sorry. <laughs> now it's okay. Listen, listen. We fall down. So, uh, number three, plan how to spend your time. So, if you're gonna do this detox, right? Because it's it's, it's going to be you have a regular routine of picking up your phone when you wake up. Do you do that? Is that the first? Do you look at your phone first thing? Yeah. When you wake up. Yeah. See, I, I had stopped myself. I, I put it like, I have to put it somewhere. And I use an actual alarm clock as an alarm in the morning. I'll use my phone. But you know what I do? I check. Me too. It's like. I check my uh, my newspaper apps just to see what's going on in the world. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. See, yeah. I know, so my newspaper stuff is on on a, on a laptop on purpose, right? Because my I know it's weird. I'll be looking for a contact, and I'm I'm on Instagram, like, huh, look at this picture. And like, like, how did I get here? My fingers just start moving. Yeah. But you have to plan. How are you going to spend your time if you're going to have more time not on social media? You know, are you going to run? Are you going to exercise? You want to make yourself breakfast? Kind of got to put that because nothing happens by accident, right? Shot the west side. Nothing happens. Not this ain't by accident. You got to plan out what your success is going to be. And so, number four is focus on in-person experiences. So, as uh, how often do you have in-person, like quality in-person experiences? Not, not enough. Not yeah. enough. Uh, so when's the last time we seen each other in person? It's been a while. Uh, that's correct. That's that's irresponsible. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time we saw each other. That's irresponsible. So that is crazy. Uh, what is this? this November. It couldn't have been Seiko's birthday. Uh, I saw you in the summer. I saw you in the summer. Did we did we play golf this year? Yes, I think we. Like that once. might be the last. I know time. you was going. You know. 
So, you know, just, just so y'all know, Ez don't like golf with me. He be going all the time. He be going like nonstop. <laughs> I don't get that one call. I don't get that one call. It's cool. I'm listen. I'm not the best golfer. So I, I ain't offended again. Just twice, Ez has offended me. And I ain't no, offended. that's not. No, you know no, 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 don't, don't take good. it like no, that, man. No, don't take it like that. But this, I'm I, gonna get my uh, weight up. It's cool. I do try my best to go as much as possible, though. Yeah, no doubt. But as you be going like times a day, I probably can't make it no way. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. But but see, but but I guess it's a good. This is a good point. Like we have, to, if you're going to do this digital detox and just take a break from the phone, you gotta focus more on in-person experiences. Like I went the event I went to last night. I low key, not that I didn't want to go, but it was like you know, I think the pandemic kind of made us like. Be like, oh, there's groups of people. Do I need to go? Do I have to go? You know, it's easy to be on a Zoom call. But man, it was amazing to see folks I hadn't seen in legit 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And to see how everybody had changed like a weird time machine. You know, it was a nice little marker to see I'm doing okay in life. People are doing okay in life. You know, remember where you were and how hard you were working together. And it was nice. And just like even around this time of year with holiday parties, it's like, is this good to go and, and connect with people because you just never, you, you, you don't realize you need it until you're like in that space with folks and you're laughing and you're talking and having a good time. So if you feel like your social media is not doing you justice, I just consider, you know, taking a detox and using these steps to just give yourself a real natural break from it because we start to feel like we need it. Cause as you know, I've said it before and I say it again, I may leave my keys. I still go to work. I may leave my wallet. I still go to work. If I leave my phone, I'm going back home to get said phone, and I'm letting mm-hmm. everybody know I left my phone at home. And people, and people will go, oh, okay, we'll we'll see it. We'll see yeah, it when you, you get here because they understand. You feel sort of sort of naked without it, you know, man. It comes because because we use our phone to do so much, which is crazy. Because you and I grew up with no phone. I didn't right. get a phone until I was 21, so I don't know what right, I knew for right. 20 years. Right. You know what I'm saying? I knew everybody's phone number, like everybody's phone number up here. I had to make myself remember certain people's numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like just just to if I lose the phone, I know somebody to call. Like, I, I always think like, back like if you how lost we, your phone is. How do we meet up with people? Uh, you know, like we were out. And we were supposed to meet her. You just had to be, you had to be at the right place at the, at the, yeah, at the right place at the, at, at the time that we said we were going to be there. Cause. But, but you know, have... everybody's going to be late. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I think I just, we, we, well, yeah, some of it too was, I think to your point, we all went to one. So if we was like Navy Pier, where it's like, you just all over the place, you know, we down here. Right. And so it's like, you, you, somebody went, which it wasn't by yourself. You wasn't walking by yourself. And then you just ended up running into the, the team after you know you just kind of if we stay in the same circle but i'm with you now it's like i can locate you or like is where are you right now i'm walking i'm walking towards you or even like the whole you know i used to go grocery shopping for my parents like thanksgiving was always when i got when i started driving when they for, inevitably forgot something thanksgiving i would drive it back and forth from the store now it's like you can make a list on the phone or, or call i see people in the store short turn the phone is this it this is what you want you know what I'm saying? You had to rely on your memory. Yeah, yeah <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm saying? You came back and was like, not that powder, the other powder. You're like, oh, man, I gotta go yeah, back. You gotta, you gotta go back. Yeah, yeah. Go back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, it's because it's, it's not all bad. I think that's the point I want to make. I don't think it's all bad, but we can be- have better habits about how we treat it. So, again, I just want you guys to not, we're not slaves to our phones. We're not slaves to this technology. We, sh- we shouldn't be. Uh, we should be able to have a break and take a minute from these things. All right, there's a couple more things before we get out of here. Also, staying on Mashable, 
so last year we did the same thing. Bumble um, is a dating app. I think uh, word on the street is if, as long as you ain't on Tinder, the, the app is okay. I guess Tinder is like is uh wretched. <laughs> it's uh it's a wild place. I hear you ever been on Tinder? Well, you've been married since Tinder was out. So yeah, the answer's uh, no, never, never. <laughs> so the answer's never. Got you. No, nah, I mean you never been on Tinder, man. Um, but I know people who have, and they got some stories. Uh, but Bumble 2024 dating trend predictions have some real surprises. So Bumble did a study of some of their users just asked about dating, you know, thoughts on dating, what people like to do. These are the trends they came up with. So first one is cross-gen romance. Bumble says singles are more open to dating older or younger. For 63% of folks, age isn't a defining factor. And 59% of women say they're now more open to dating someone younger than them. I mean, I, this, I guess it's a trend, but I mean... What's, 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 this. what's older and younger though? I, I Kelly punch in the air. Uh, I guess I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I guess yeah. I guess that's a good question. It doesn't say what older might be. Like it's you know three years, four years. But I think it's. I think they mean. So they're saying cross gen. So I'm thinking generational. So like maybe ten years. Ten years. Yeah. So you you 44, 34. I say you got that people, you know, I think we get four. You got that people had to, you know, had their heart broken. They lost a mortgage or something. You know, they they, they know life struggles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they might have been arrested. You know, it's just something. It's like you you get life. That's life is a little rough. You know, in 20, oh, yeah. you got those. You're still optimistic about life. It's like, no, no, I, we can't do this. You're going to think everything's going to work out. It's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, the second one, dating based on value. So since the pandemic, dating apps have seen a rise in people who want matches to care about the same issues that they do. Um, it's called Val Core Dating. So values, core, core values dating. Um, one in four people on Bumble think it's key for their partner to be engaged in political and social issues. I mean, and I think that's not too far off, uh, you know, because you, your, your face changes, your weight changes, uh, your health changes. So it's like you got to be a good person, you know, if you're trying to be with somebody a long time. And I mean, let it be clear. I hope your face changed. It's not too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just want to put that out there. You know, maybe I'm a little shallow. Come on now. Um, but no, but it's like you still want to, you want somebody who you know what they stand for and where they stand, right? Because that will affect your relationship. Because, you know, ain't nobody that fine to just be a jerk, right? Or to or to just have a life of that that they are just a selfish person where it's like they, they don't care about any other thing but what they want and what they need. No relationship is going to survive that. It's, it's just, especially if, if you are a person of value and they are not, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe two people who are not, who are uh, valueless. I just like the Joker and uh, what's, 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 what's the lady's name? He like Harley Quinn. Harley That's Quinn, y'all, yeah. y'all on that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think nobody wants to be a super villain couple right now. Um, number number third trend: stop the self improvement trap. So, you know, everything is always how to be better. You know, as they said, you ain't hustling enough. You ain't grinding enough. No sleeping. Get better. Wake up at five a.m. Sleep seventeen hours. You know, all that crap. And the fear people start feeling like, you know, when they are with somebody, met somebody, they was trying to make them better. Now, I feel like there's a fine line because nothing's wrong with being better. Nothing's wrong with getting better. I think we have to be mindful of just not not hating yourself, right? Do you want to improve? You know what I'm saying? It's if you, you know, you you got you want to lose weight, you should want to lose weight because it makes you healthier, right? Not 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 for like a selfish reason. It's like 
I want to be healthier and losing weight just happens to work into that particular favor. Um, and they felt like people, this, this message with your mental health is like you constantly feel like the, the you that you are isn't good enough. You gotta, you gotta accept the who you have to have a foundation to build this stuff on. Like people who get plastic surgery is like they go in to get a nose, then they come back to their ears, they come back to their cheeks. They never stop because it never, they never feel a certain way about themselves, right? It's one thing if you got in an accident, you broke your nose, and they gotta fix it. All right, but if it's like I don't like how I look, you gonna keep yeah. finding something that you don't like about yourself. I find like that's you what just it, are. That's just the truth. Plastic surgery was originally for that purpose, you know. And then it just yeah, it went into the uh, into just the extremes with you know enhancements and all that stuff. You know, uh, it's I don't yeah, I think I wonder, it's I, I think was, it's unnecessary. Because wasn't it like weren't guys doing calf surgery or something like that? Yeah, Cal? yeah. It's like yeah. bro, for real, dog. I mean, all right. So you still can't jump. So what's what's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't you can't pick her up? So your legs ain't it doing, just they just looks they just it look just strong. looks defined. Thanks, man. Hey, get the calf guy. He looks strong. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry guys. This is all fake. It's all water. Um, but even I wonder what's gonna be the next trend after these BBLs. Cause it's like, you know, that was killing people. These BBLs killing y'all. <laughs> um, so it's like I wonder, I wonder what's gonna be the next trend after these BBLs, because it was what tummy tucks. BBLs and I mean again people people just going nuts these BBLs like now your legs too skinny to have a butt that big it just don't even make yeah no it don't sense. make sense you know what I'm saying like really it's like come you on. just you you just could have stay what yeah you just could have stay come what on you people had. I mean I hope I hope like get I hope ain't get big knees ain't gonna be the thing or like you know I don't know I just, it's just you never know when this stuff come out you be like hey, that's the new thing that's what <laughs> that's what y'all on I'm a, I could tell it I'm gonna be on some old man stuff when even my sons are bringing these girls I'm like this is what you like son this is this is what you like okay all right I mean you know y'all get mad and tell the truth so I'm gonna go ahead and sit down <laughs> over here I can see it coming man <laughs> uh, self care still rules and just you know it's it's good to. Just take care of yourself. Take a break. You know, the pandemic kind of put a big emphasis on what do you want to really do? How do you take care of yourself? How do you take time? So one in three percent are slow dating and want quality over quantity. Um, so, you know, that's just, hey, man, you know, we're taking it easy. We're taking it slow. We're not rushing right into it. Um, also that, you know, social distancing still was like, hey, let me just take take see you from a distance and then slowly accepts you into my circle right that was the whole thing to get people into your circle mm -hmm. to, to do so uh the last thing is hope open-hearted masculinity so i get in 2023 according to this article the alpha male uh then they 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 referenced andrew tate that was a guy who was like he'd be in a room with like seven uh little young things He's like hey, listen oh you're stupid oh you want me right now i have a lex i have a, i have a big lamborghini and i can sleep with all of you right now and it's like and then we're going okay and just pretty much how the man is uh the thought the premise was women only want a certain type of man this alpha male and you have to and you can't be this man that cares or can't be this man that is uh you know ha has your heart open because the woman's gonna trample on it some of that's true but also it's it's a matter of it don't you but i think the trend now is you don't have to be such a jerk right we don't have to be jerks to each other right men or women i think there is some relationships where you can be open-hearted and still be a man right you know you, it doesn't have to be this complete band but i think that's another trend that they're showing right here 
So it was something else I saw on Mashable is did someone do a quiz for you because they had some date dating app glossary from okay. Bubble. And so I'm gonna read some of these and see see if you know what these are. All you right. might know of some because we had to do a take before. Uh, so so we talked about this because we you know we talked <laughs> inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> Oh man! So so you okay? I will give this one away because we talked about this the other day. Because you asked the question, I was like, I refuse to answer this because I'm not getting canceled. But so asexual is the first is one of the words in here. So I'm gonna read. I'm just reading the definition as it is here. Asexual asexuality is a sexual identity in which people do not experience sexual attraction or desires in a traditional sense. There's diversity in the way they desire or experience relationships emotional attraction and arousal while others are also aromantic aromantic or don't experience romantic feelings as well are these people are called harmless so ace and aspect are all encompassing terms for those on the asexual spectrum so that's pretty much meaning you you know when somebody rubs your show you're like no rub my face with the plant like what <laughs> you weirdo i'm sad do they do they I'm date I just find that interesting. Well, it says in the tra- the traditional sense, right? It says they do not experience sexual attraction yeah. or desires in the traditional sense. So we're gonna move on from there. That's it. I'm still I'm gonna leave that right where it is. So on the on the pod last year, we talked about beige flags. You remember what that is? Is a beige flag? Yes. 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 Yeah. Characteristic or behavior that is noticeable but shouldn't be the cause for concern. Again, yours was you're not a good storyteller. Yeah. Mine was I forget what's in a room. I go into a room and forget what I'm doing. I'm, no, no, that's not what it is. I move stuff around in a house. Then I don't know. I don't know where it is. That's my beige flag. Might be a red flag to be honest. Actually, had a man. Maybe it was because we were talking about that. I had a yeah. I had a dream. I had a couple of dreams about that where I was telling stories that stories just didn't uh, didn't give a good ending. You were like you you get it right? <laughs> like, and, no, er- no, and everybody no. walked away. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, bad. Oh man, almost okay. a almost a nightmare, almost. Yeah, <laughs> jump up. Oh mm. man. Anyway, uh, so so this is what we all know. Cuffing season. Cuffing season refers to the colder months of the year when single people are looking to temporarily settle down for short term partnerships. See, the place like Chicago. You know, it do get cold outside. It's, you know, you know want to be a shot like Darlow. But then people make poor decisions yeah, in cover yeah. system, for sure. When they come out that spring, they're like, I was with you all winter. And hey, I've been here the whole time, baby. Now my toothpaste here, my toothbrush <laughs> here. I got the code to your house. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the pizza order for your house is from my phone. Uh, Let's see. Demisexual. Do you know what this is, Is No, I don't know what that is. Okay, hold on. This is a sexual identity where individuals are only sexually attracted to people they formed a strong emotional connection with. Hmm. So I guess aren't most people demisexual? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, interestingly enough, they got dates on here as one of the words in the glossary as people still are going on dates. As you should. Dates are great. You know what I'm saying? Even if you are in a relationship, you should still go on a date. I feel like a date is it, it it's a great experience to see how a person operates and moves because you can create your own bubble and mm-hmm. it's not real. 
know what I'm saying? Or or it's it's favored to win because you set all the boundary parameters. When you go out to out in the world and on a date, everything is unpredictable. The traffic, the dinner, you know, everything you do is unpredictable. So it's like, how do we tackle these problems around us? I think the dates are very good. So you know, especially of course, you got to go on dates when you first meet somebody. But in your relationships, you should continue to do so because you are changing and evolving, and you see some new stuff that you like. Absolutely. Okay, so dry dating again. You know, all these answers is because take more. So, as ever heard of dry dating? Go ahead, humor me, sir. Uh, no, I haven't. You know, haven't. Whoa, no. have recorded before? Uh, no, also I don't remember as, that. As, as sober dating. Oh, y'all are getting it one day. Drying dating is dating without alcohol. So as you had an interesting comment about this, that I still I still want to yeah. push out. So, I, so, so I said that, you know, when you, you know, have some libations, it opens you up a little bit. You know, not, yeah. I'm not saying to get too much and, you it, know, it sloppy up. and, but, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes you may be a little reserved. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm really talking about you know first, second dates, that sort of thing. Uh, where if you you know you have a little drink, you know you may you know open up and talk about some things about yourself. You know, well, see, but I feel like dry dating. I hear what you're saying, and yes, that is that this that is that happens. But I feel like dry dating is the real is the you that you're always going to be. So if you are this shy, reserved person, that's who you are. Yeah, but the shy, reserved person, Normally, you're gonna end you're up that Johnny. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I mean, like, so she be walking around with Johnny Walk all the time. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. No, I'm home. not. We gotta talk. <laughs> we'll you talk. Ever, I, Let me get you, ever, you ever watch the show uh, uh, Big Bang Theory? No. Anyway, there's a character on the show that uh, I know about it. I know, I know yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Early, early on in the show, uh, he's definitely afraid. Like he he'll talk normal when it's just the guys around, but as soon as a girl comes into the room, he just shies up. He can't, he can't, he can't speak. Mm. But then found out that if he drank, he opens all up. So gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just think that get that can get you into trouble because then you feel like you need it, and then you would feel like. You are not. You got. I think you got to have courage in the person you are, right? So maybe it's an enhancement versus it's being necessary. You see what I'm saying? So I think, but I, but I think dry dating allows you to be like, do I like you like this? Because because you know, as the distance said, can you stand the rain? Can can if it's bad like this now? Because of course you don't like it when I. Well, no, but I but see, I'll I'll say this: you could get to the point where it's it's unnecessary you become more comfortable with that person and so mm-hmm. you don't need the uh the 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 liquid courage yeah so, so i'm going to tell you about about my 11 toe but that hennessy just hit me in the system <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so okay here's another one enm e n m is the acronym for ethically non-monogamous or consensual non-monogamy and it's an approach to relationships that allow individuals to participate in multiple romantic or sexual connections where all parties are aware and consenting hey. girl we in the enm hey yo <laughs> hey yo okay fwb do you know what that is is no what is that uh, you when I said you when I said you'd be like uh, friends with FWB stands for friends with benefits. Oh, that's first okay. to friends okay. that have sex. Yeah, you know okay. that that that's that's as old as old as old. Um, uh, they're 
connection is typically typically more friendship, like rather than of a romantic committed partnership. So you know, but they that's not all. Like, that's not always a good thing. See that? See that's when you start doing that dry day. And you're like, you know, we're just always drinking. I don't know how it happens. How is it up here? That becomes that becomes a little uh, problematic. I'm not gonna say yeah, problematic. That's, that's a good that, word. Yeah, that's how that's how you get your windows bust out of the car. Uh, I, no, it, I'm not gonna say that. I just you know it ruins uh, it ruins friendships. I should say that. Yeah, and, and that's why you can't go to people's birthday parties no more. How come you going to shoot birthday? You know, I used to, I used to <laughs> knock down a friend. I can't. I can't no more. <laughs> uh, so GG. G coined by the sex advice columnist Dan Savage. GGG is short for good giving a game. Yeah, good giving and game. So good and big, giving equal time and pleasure and game for exploring and being open minded. So if somebody refers to you as GGG, that means that that's a very that's a good, good thing. thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So good right, and big, right. giving equal time and pleasure. So, you know, that's what that is. Um, let me see. We'll do a few more to get out of here. Love bombing. So I can't let me know what this is about. So love bombing is when someone open and this is against the dating app glossary. So you hear this stuff, see these people on people's profile. Love bombing is when someone overwhelms you with excessive loving attention and displays of affection in order to later heavily influence you or manipulate you. This is what narcissists mm. do. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, people do this, right? It's like, you know, you, you'll hear more women, but it happens to both men and women do it to each other. But like in the beginning, it's like, oh, you're amazing. Let me call you every day, send you flowers. And then once I kind of got you locked in, then I treat you like trash. And then you're constantly trying to get that feeling back I have, which you know I can do it. You know, I'm capable of doing it, right? And every once in a while, they kind of come back and dip a little bit to make it. It's like, it's like they make it a drug. I give you a little bit. You just, you're trying to hit the lotto <laughs> at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you just, you just keep playing the game because one day it'll hit again. And that's a sad place to be. For sure. All right, we can do two and we get up out of here. Um, so Riz, thought that meant something else, but okay. Uh, for formerly known as Game. This is this is this is a as Van Latham would say. This oh, is I've heard, I've heard this. Here I've heard Riz, this. Yeah. Uh, the uh Riz is spurting or the the ability to be charming or to bag or attract someone you're interested in. So then how do you use do you, do you say he got she got Riz? Is this how that's how yeah, it goes? Well yeah. their Riz is, is dope. Their Riz is their Riz is Riz. is yeah. Whatever what 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 are the, the Gen Zers use now? Uh I think that's what they're saying. The, uh, Riz no, is there, there's Riz a on, 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 on fleek. Is that is that man? Is that something they say? I don't think it's that anymore, bro. I think, no? yeah, oh. I, I think that's like 10 years ago. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Hey, what can I say? It's okay. I mean, they, they might say they re- They might say the Riz is OD. That Riz is OD, they might say that. Oh, they that might say might that. Be what they say. Okay. Yeah, they might say that. Clearly, we're two old guys <laughs> talking about. No, you, you, you seem uh, to still be up on it, man. I'm the old guy. Hey, hey man, you know, I'm I still the, listen to the podcast and the music from here and there, man. I don't. Situationship. That's kind of situationship. That sounds like a e e and m, right? It's like it's an undefined romantic and sexual relationship where there isn't much clarity around boundaries. Well, okay, so I guess like e and m is all right. We know what this is, or, or, or even like friends with benefits. We're friends, but we smash. Situationship is like it's fluid, right? It's kind of like we kind of together, but anybody can back out. 
whenever you want to type of thing. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Those, those, these, are, these are stressful, man. You're not you're not exclusive. <laughs> not exclusive. Sneaky link. Yeah, that's something you see all the time. When used as a noun, sneaky link refers to the person you're secretly having sex with. When used as a verb, it's the act of going to secretly have sex with someone. Man, yeah. People out here need some uh, they need some help. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stop there. Yes. All right, here we go. One last, <laughs> last one. Let's just get, get, get aggressive. Yellow flags. Yellow flags are behaviors or patterns that should be taken into account, and they should make you use a little caution or perhaps take a little more time to assess the relationship. An example of this would be someone that often talks about exes or former partners as if they're all crazy and with little acknowledgement of their role in the relationships. Hmm. So yellow flags are kind of like, you know what? Instead of these, maybe you're I, the problem. I, I, I might have to ghost you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a yellow flag there, man. See my fair share of those. So that's your dating app glossary. You can find this on Mashable.com. Shout out to Mashable. They gave us most of our news today. So shout out to Mashable.com. It's a site I really do that. Enjoy it to see. So, Ed, did I miss anything today, sir? No, I think you covered it all. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. We will be on next week with Thanksgiving episode. Just in case you don't hear us, happy Thanksgiving, early Thanksgiving to you. We will be back next week, God willing. Uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pi, S U P A D P A P O D, online at HP53Productions.com for our merch. Uh, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. Lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.